0: WCNC Charlotte, this is Flashpoint, where power and politics collide and the tough questions get asked and answered.
1: Thanks for joining us here on Flashpoint. I'm Ben Thompson. A Merry Christmas weekend to you and yours. And tis the season of giving. A recent report out shows folks in North Carolina are donating more to charity. Fifty-eight million dollars to be exact. But as costs rise, charities aren't able to stretch their dollars as far. Over the next 30 minutes, we'll share with you some of the charities and organizations really making a difference this holiday season. But first, joining us now is the North Carolina Secretary of State, Elaine Marshall. Her office promotes economic development and helps oversee the business community. Secretary, welcome back. We appreciate it.
2: Thank you very much. It's delightful to be here.
1: So, your office tracks charitable giving, and, and I know uh, North Carolinians donated. million uh, over a year. That was an 18% increase. Um, I know you have told people that that it's important to give generously, but also give wisely. Explain. That
2: that is correct. Um, We regulate the charities that have fundraisers, the profession of fundraising. Uh, The law exempts schools and um, religious organizations But otherwise, if they hire a professional fundraiser or pay their staff uh, over a certain dollar amount, they have to register with us. So there are thousands and thousands of registered uh, nonprofit entities with us, and the law requires them to um, either get an exemption or um, file reports with us uh, that shows how much they took in, how much went to overhead, and how much actually went to the charity. When i say give wisely there are a lot of new organizations that pop up that don't have the track record they may have the best of heart but don't have the efficiency uh, ability to um, handle whatever the 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 need is and unfortunately we see scammers uh, out there Um, this time of year we do this report because people get a lot of communications If you ever gave a contribution, you're now on that organization's list for repeat contribution. And that's fine and dandy. Uh, But when you get ones out of the blue for organization that that you've never heard of, perhaps a telephone call, or perhaps an internet something, uh, we wish we would advise you to be very, very, very cautious. The federal government tells us that upwards of 80, 90% of those that appear online are fake. Uh, They, um, whenever there's a disaster around the world, these uh, organizations, sometimes they're state supported organizations in various parts of the world, have wonderful but horrible pictures of disasters and uh, they play upon the heartstrings of people. Uh, If there's something like that that you wanna contribute to, here's my standard advice. Deal with a local branch of whomever is supplying that relief. By that, it could be the Red Cross it could be the baptist men it could be the mennonite church it could be the methodist men they have a track record of being able to do the services uh samaritan's purse north carolina based is another one that has a track record of the ability to get into a disaster area with the proper equipment the proper people the proper know-how to do what needs to be done so um there we have over 20 years worth of information up about how much has gone to the actual charity and how much has gone to um, um, the the pocketbook of the fundraisers and all. And you can go to SOSNC.gov, look up charities, and then you will find tons, tons of information. Uh, and you will unfortunately see that some, only 10% goes to the charity or 20% goes to the charity. I haven't conducted a survey, but I truly believe in my heart that most North Carolinians believe that a higher percentage of that sure. needs to go to the actual good work. Yeah, sure. when someone makes a donation, it's a matter of trust. It's a matter of an investment of their trust.
1: That, that sort of transparency is really helpful so people can see for themselves, and that's whether it's right. now in the holiday season or in the middle of, uh, of summer, anytime that's helpful. Um, do you have a good sense for, even though I know uh, don- donations are up um, and charitable giving is up, um, how inflation has impacted some of these charities?
2: Well, yes, we do. Uh, the amount donated went up about ten million dollars. Um, you mentioned the figure fifty-eight million; it was about forty-eight million last year. So, North Carolinians are very generous. It went up about ten million. Uh, the amount going to charities went up five million, but we do find that the cost of running these fundraising campaigns have gone up uh, with inflation everybody 's felt it in their own pocketbook and their own lives uh, so but that was not unreasonable. The amount was not exorbitant that um, um, we we gleaned from the reports so uh, charities are trying to be very smart the the really ethical ones the good ones. Uh, are really trying to be very smart and squeeze as much service out of each and every dollar they get.
1: Um, All of this data you all uh, accumulate um, and have oversight over, how rigorous is that process um, that that your office goes through to to sort of get this information and and get it right?
2: Well, charities have to be registered, and sometimes we find some that aren't. We also find scam charities, and we have here in north carolina and we have criminal authority over them so if you feel like uh you've been engaged with one of those take a screenshot gather all the information you can and let us know and we will investigate it as i say some are inefficient and some are straight out crooks uh just trying to steal your money but our oversight um we we don't audit the reports per se But we do believe that by having public transparency where people can see, they can see the folks who are not efficient or even bad actors out there if they're registered with us. So the registration process requires a lot of information about the organization. Then it requires a copy of their uh, federal tax return. uh, So you can see exactly about expenses uh, in their general categories. So there, we wait, well, we respond to complaints. Uh, more so than we do from any type of internal auditing, because we just don't have the internal auditing capacity. If somebody brings something outrageous to our attention, then we do get into looking at it further.
1: You talk about $58 million donated over a year time span. Um, What impact, I want to go broad view, what impact do those donations have, not only on the charities, but but on the state as a whole?
2: There is such a need for the nonprofit community to step up Um, government and even religion can't meet all of the needs that are out there. You don't have to go very far, whether it's a large city like Raleigh or Charlotte, or out in the country to see that there is poverty out there, to see that people are probably freezing on a day like today where it's very cold. Uh, Just all sorts of need is evident as you drive around. Uh, even the the wealthier cities like Raleigh and Charlotte. So um, the need is out there. Um, government can't fill all the gaps and we just have to rely upon the good hearts and gracious and graciousness of, of people to help make the plight of others a little bit more comfortable.
1: And some of the information that, that your office has Helps people make an educated decision uh, about where they uh, aim that charitable giving. All right, Secretary of State Elaine Marshall. Secretary, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas.
2: Thank you. Happy holidays to you and happy giving to everybody else.
1: Take care. More Flashpoint after this. Welcome back to Flashpoint. With the holidays here, a lot of folks in our area need support for themselves and their families and one organization is helping connect people with organizations that support the Queen City day after day. Joining us now is Melissa Hovey. She serves as the Managing Director of Share Charlotte. They're a local group partnering with more than 650 organizations to help support nonprofits. Melissa, welcome back to Flashpoint. Thank you so much for having me. Well, as we celebrate the holidays with, with family and friends, we know so many folks don't have the relatives or more importantly, the resources so many of us have come to rely on. What kind of year has it been uh, for an organization like yours?
3: Yeah. Well, you know, we we serve so many partners and, and unfortunately the trends of giving, whether it be dollars or volunteer time, are down um, due to lots of factors of uh, the economy and um, just you know, busy life in general. But I think people need to realize that um, the demand for services is way up on our nonprofit partners. And so um, it's more important than ever to do what you can to support um, our local nonprofit community.
1: And and you say that the need is greater, but the volunteering and the donations have gone down. Is this a a new thing or has this been a trend for several years?
3: This has been a trend really since the pandemic started. Um, We saw huge donations go up in 2020 as the community was at home and they saw the need, um, but that's now going down. And so we're seeing it not only at the smaller levels, but at the bigger levels too. And it, it, you know, it is um, based on the economy and um, and people working from home, they're more hybrid. Um, So there's a lot of factors, but what I would ask the Charlotte community to do is say, you know, we still, these nonprofits who are feeding people and housing people and clothing them or, Teaching them essential skills like reading and math that were lost during the pandemic, that has not gone away, that is going up. And so um, we need to make sure that we rally for our nonprofit community in any way that you can, whether it's a small donation or volunteering some time.
1: Help us explain to viewers um, what your organization does and how you all are mm-hmm. able to help out so many groups.
3: Yeah, so we're really a platform, a technology platform. You can think of us as the Google of nonprofits. So if you wanna volunteer or donate or find a nonprofit here that serves Mecklenburg County, go to sharecharlotte.org, it's all one word. And we have over 650 local nonprofits all serving Mecklenburg County, so hyper-local giving back. And you can filter and sort um, by what's important to you. And whether it's you're trying with food insecurity or housing or, you environment or helping animals, Um, we can find there's lots of nonprofits that are doing this work here locally that you can get involved with. So we're really a technology platform to help the community find and connect and support local nonprofits.
1: And and part of what you also do is you run a a give shop. Uh, How how does that work?
3: Yeah. So um, another way you can support nonprofits is you can shop their Amazon wish list. This is one of the best ways you can support nonprofits, whether it's um, if you have a nonprofit and You know, maybe they are providing literacy to local, um, to children. You know, you could go on their Amazon wish list and buy some books for them. Um, So just in a couple of clicks, you can get them exactly what they need. They don't have to spend their operational dollars on those items. You can do it for them. And and it can be a price point that makes sense for you and your budget, whether it's $5, $25 or $100. You know what that nonprofit needs and you're getting it right to their door.
1: I, I know that the need is specific depending on what organization you're talking about and, and the needs of the community it's serving. But from your vantage point, what is the the greatest need right now?
3: Dollars. <laughs> yeah. Um, we just are seeing national trends going down four or five percent year over year, and and when when service needs are up. That's a big hit because of inflation. Nonprofits are getting hit with the inflation um, just as much as everybody else. So their costs for food or services or everything has gone up and the donations are down. How can they possibly support the need in the community? And everyone thinks, well, someone else will do it. Well. The community is the support base for our local nonprofits. And so we must rally and support them. So I would say uh, ask the Charlotte community, do what you can. Um, we've actually produced a holiday giving guide um, on sharecharlotte.org that has um, over 50 local nonprofits and what they need. So whether it's toys for kids, or feeding, I mean, helping to support a meal for some families. Um, it's a great guide. It's a digital guide. You can flip through it and in um, with your family or friends and pick a nonprofit that you can support in whatever way it makes sense for you.
1: Ed, whatever way that makes sense. If knowing that times are tough, if people can't give money, um, which we know is always nice, uh, what are the other ways you recommend?
3: Well, I think volunteering, even if it's pledging volunteering time for another time period in the spring or something, that's always needed. A dollar of uh, an hour of volunteer time is worth thirty over $30. So you're giving a great value by giving your time. Again, you can shop their Amazon wish list and pick a price point that makes sense for your budget or really just add your voice and advocacy to local nonprofits, whether it's promoting what they're needing their events to your friends and family, um, that's a huge help as well. They need reach in the community. So there's lots of ways you can support local nonprofits.
1: And I also wanna remind folks at home that, that the need does not drop off after mm-hmm. the holiday season.
3: Not at all. No, this is, they are doing the work 365 days a year and they need your support throughout all that time. And January is a very specific point in time where, you know, you're starting off the new year. We've got the point in time count coming up where we're counting our homeless community here in Mecklenburg County. So um, I would say be searching for those ways to support nonprofits all year long, even if even if now is not the time because you're so busy with your own holiday season, um, think about a January start. It's it's never too late and there's always a need.
1: All right. Important to keep in mind in the season of giving. All right. Melissa Hovey with Share Charlotte. Melissa, thanks for coming on. Happy holidays.
3: Happy holidays. Thanks for having me.
1: All right. Take care. More Flashpoint after this. Welcome back to Flashpoint for the past 23 years here at WCC Charlotte. We have asked for your generosity to help out kids in need this holiday season over the years. The magical toy drive has provided thousands of gifts for kids who would have otherwise had nothing. And this year you helped us set a new record. Joining us now is Major Jason Burns with the Salvation Army the greater metro area thanks for coming in we appreciate it oh it's my pleasure happy holidays as well we should say all right to the stage for us um what kind of year has this been like for your organization well it's been an an amazing year
0: Uh, we look back in the whole calendar year with our organization the changes we've had with new officers coming in and uh with just the programs that have been continuing and running and us really coming out of the pandemic strong and, and starting to gain traction across our programming
1: um we often think of the salvation army as an organization organization that runs um fundraisers donation centers but it's a, really a lot more than just that. It is. It
0: is. We, uh, we touch very, a lot of different aspects of our community from people who are in crisis who are coming to us, uh, kids who come to us after school in our Boys and Girls Club, uh, men who come to us in our, our adult rehabilitation centers, uh, and then people who come for food
1: assistance, utility assistances, and things like that. Um, you mentioned the pandemic. And, and speaking to other uh, organizations uh, around town, they talk about how they feel like they haven't completely bounced back yet from the yeah. pandemic. Uh, is that what you all have seen? Um,
0: well, of course, we all call it, the, we call it the new normal, right? Yeah, um, and sure. So I wouldn't say that we haven't. Uh, bounce back. I would say that we've moved forward and we've adjusted. And so we look at the prior to funding and uh, in programming and we say, look, let's let's be very intentional with what we do. Let's be very focused and and be very aggressive in and meeting the needs of our clients and our members.
1: And as people move on from the holidays, keep in mind that the need is still great going into absolutely. January.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we have a phrase in the Salvation Army. It says need knows no season. You know, it's not just a Christmas season. It's it's an all-year thing. Uh, when when people come to us in crisis, it, it it doesn't matter what time of the year they're in crisis. When people come to us uh, needing help, it, it, it is a real need right then and there.
1: Uh, let's talk about the magical toy drive because we, yeah. pr- we were proud to be a part of it over, a great the, day. O- over the last uh, several weeks, and a lot of our loyal uh, WCNC Charlotte viewers mm-hmm. uh, showed up as they always do. Um, a big push for folks across the area. Um, a- another successful year.
0: Absolutely. It was so much fun seeing all those gifts brought in from uh, the girls soccer club yeah, that was yeah. there and they, they had the whole toy drive and uh, just even to the, the family that had the, the young yeah. children who brought in three or four toys and they sat and they just looked at it and, and the mom said now remember these are for toys for kids who don't have anything this year. Yeah. It was just a very special moments to see the, the different cl- uh, donors that came in and donated those toys.
1: Any, any rough estimate about how many families were, were helped
0: out by this? Across the whole region, we have about 15,000 children that will receive gifts. Here in the Charlotte area, we had uh, over 5,000 kids uh, and then 1,700 seniors that received gifts this year.
1: And it's going to make for a special uh, holiday for for them. Um, So we've seen what it's like for people to donate and and hand items. But uh, take us behind the scenes uh, of what the last few weeks have been like for for volunteers and folks within your organization. Because it's been busy. It
0: has been. Well, imagine uh, what you do frantically on Christmas Eve to get your gifts for your kids and multiply that times 5 Uh, And so it has been an amazing uh, effort from logistics of volunteers coming in and donors donating gifts and the magical tour Drives and interviews and all that just to to come down to that moment that that culminated a few short days ago with our Distribution where over 2,500 families here in Charlotte came through and received those gifts that were meticulously shopped for and placed on the floor Just for their kids and so we're so thankful to the volunteers that helped us do that uh, from our partners uh, who did toy drives and spokes and things like that. How has inflation uh, affected your organization or has it well inflation's affected all of us yeah. and so we see that through some of our donations uh, some of our donations are not as large as they used to be uh, and but we also see it through the cost of operations um, you know and so we we always uh, analyze in our expenses and our income trying to make sure that we we are doing the most good and that's our brand promise that we yeah. do the most good with it's given to us and so we
1: are always uh, under that crunch for that If folks weren't able to help out this holiday season um, but they want to help out going into the new year, uh, what would you tell them?
0: Well, first of all, um, thank you so much for giving. Like, yeah. Thank you so much for that heart. Uh, but if they are interested in a monetary donation, they go to our, our website, SalvationArmyCharlotte.org, uh, and they can click the Donate Now button. And if they happen to not be in Charlotte, wherever they are, yeah. those monies will go back to their zip code of the Salvation Army closest to their zip code. And so if they happen to live in another county, uh, they can still donate and it will go and make an impact in their local community.
1: And if money's tight, volunteering, is that an option? What are Absolutely.
0: some other ways? Uh, volunteering is always great, uh, year-round volunteering. Uh, we have many homeless shelters across the region, especially here in Charlotte, uh, where we volunteers will come in and serve meals in, in the evenings. We have boys and girls clubs where people come in and do after-school care, uh, after-school help, um, sit down with homework help. Yeah. And, and really, just it depends on what they're wanting to do. Um, we, we always have a confined spot
1: for people. There, there's so many ways that you can yes. show de- generosity, not just yeah. during the holiday season, but also Absolutely. Uh, 12 months a year. All right, Major Jason Burns, thanks for coming Thank on. We appreciate so it. Happy holidays, Happy holidays as well. Colleges. Take Merry care. Merry Christmas. That, that too. More flashpoint after this. Folks, come interact with us on social media, Instagram, X, Facebook, we're there. And if there's something you want us to talk about here on Flashpoint come the new year, let us know. And as always, remember to listen and subscribe to our podcast. You can find it wherever you get yours. We'll see you back here next weekend as we take a look at some of the biggest interviews and biggest moments here on Flashpoint this year. Have a Merry Christmas.